Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 125 for Friday, May 18th, 2018. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me, as always, we have Ian Sarnicola. Hey. Jesse Brown. Hey. And Bradley Bitchnow. Hey. Okay, guys, you gotta <laughs> stop doing that. Ian, you're doing that every week, and it is like just killing the momentum I'm starting. I'm uh, <laughs> just trying to keep it sultry. I'm like a... Uh, <laughs> Like one yeah, of those uh, like risque. Yours didn't sound sultry. Yours sounded like you just didn't give a shit. Brad sounded sultry. Yeah, yeah, I, got, I got moist when I listened to Brad. Okay, let's, make, let's make it sultry. Let's make it sultry. Hey, boys and girls. No. Oh, my God. Tone it <laughs> down. Hey, Hey, you cool cats and da- nope. I don't. That's hard to do. Hey, cool cats and dogs. Uh, I'm Dave Thompson. With like me is with me as always Ian Sarnicola. Yeah, but dab do. Brad Mitchino. Slurp. <laughs> and Jesse Brown. Hey. <laughs> All right, this is a podcast about everything, mostly video games and gaming in general, um, where we talk about games and video games and games and, and games. Um, in general. And, they, and, I mean, Westworld's really cool right now, and uh, it's really hot. I haven't been up, I'm not up to date. How many episodes in are they right now for Four. season two? Four. Four? Not bad. I don't know I why I brought that up. I just finished all of just... Barry, and I finished all of Silicon Valley. I binge-watched them in like a Barry, day. Barry's very good. I recommend very Barry. very good. Uh, Westworld I bring up because it is sort of like a video game. Um, so season two is uh, finally uh, hitting its stride on episode four. And uh, probably the best episode four is probably the best episode of uh, that show I've seen yet. Mm, like really? I, see, I put it on last night and see, I, I don't I don't actually uh, feel the same way. I fell asleep halfway through it. It, 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 it didn't seem to... Uh, uh, episode four? Yeah. Well, yeah, that depends. What happened? I mean, what some happened? shit goes down. Um, hey, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Tell, tell me what happens on the second half of the episode, because I fell asleep. <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> Do so, not. So the robots learn... Spoiler alerts. I'm not even that far. To... But. Jerk off the customers. <laughs> jerk off the customers. <laughs> they get a brand new jerk off feature. Okay. We actually have a we have a lot of new right, listeners. Straight uh, in the love, toilet. Yeah, that's gr- yeah, that's gross. Yeah, we've got a we've got a few new listeners, just friends who have talked to us about doing this and, and my recommended mom. to them. And, Way to yeah, go so with the, the jerk now, off the, jokes. The, the first thing that they're gonna hear when they're like, "Yeah, I'd love to check out your podcast." It's gonna be like robots jerking people off. <laughs> you said Boy, it. Don't spoil it, Jesse. Yeah. They haven't heard. They haven't seen the episode. Well, now they know. That's the whole fucking series. <laughs> uh, Brad, your mom knows about this now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Dude, you're about shaking my wrist before I know she's cool with this sort of stuff. Two years. I've kept it a secret. But this Mother's Day uh, casually uh, came up, and I and she said, oh, I need to search for it. And I, I, uh, I kind of gave her the name of it, 
but oh, didn't no. tell her exactly how to download it and listen to it. So I think we're good. Well, Brad, the unless thing she's is, listening to SEO, this right now, <laughs> Brad. Yeah, she's listening live. <laughs> the thing is, our SEO is finally past the point um, where if you search games on Earth, our podcast actually comes up now. It's mom accessible. Oh, it comes up right on the tippy top. Today. Right on. Oh, yeah, because like, you what can, happened was... You literally Google it and just click play. It's oh, really yeah. hey, 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 mom. I love yeah. you. <laughs> All right, let's talk about games. We have let's go been. around the we table real quick. I, I, have a, I have a meteor game to talk about, so I'll let you guys go first. Ian, you play anything? Like, yeah, I played uh, Finish Up Applying to Grad School. I oh, played... you, you completed it? You got the platinum? Yeah, platinum that bish. Ish. Um <laughs> did you trade it back into GameStop or Best Buy? <laughs> I tried to, but they were only gonna offer me like fifty cents. Of course. For it. They were only gonna that's... offer me negative forty thousand dollars. Yeah, they're only gonna <laughs> they're only gonna offer me like eighteen grand. What the hell's the name in, of that I, show? in the negative. What's the name of that show where that guy comes out and he gives you a shit offer for something you bring in? It's uh what what is Pawn what, what, Pawn, Pawn Stars? Yeah, the dude from Pawn Stars. He said Gives best you a I can shit do, off or so. He okay. said best I could do is negative three dollars, and then you paid him. <laughs> you said, tell me Jimi oh, Hendrix. I know a good deal when I see one. You yeah, tell me Jimi Hendrix uh, 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 signed off on this application. Uh, the best I can do is negative eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> well, sir, you drive a hard bargain, but that's why you're the professional. I'll take it. <laughs> um. Did that? I've just been getting my ass kicked in for honor consistently, man. Uh, I saw a new mode that they're adding in here soon, like a hero's yeah. journey quest mode. Something I don't remember what that was. Yep. I guess I should be more um, informed when I make statements. Hero's journey like quest an, mode. I'm a big fan of that audience. one. Um, nice, Brad. What about you? Uh, Solid. not enough games. I mean, we went <laughs> <Yeah>. up north. <laughs> And hiked around in the woods, which was great for we the entire did play weekend. A game up there. Oh what yeah, game? we played ch- 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 Chinese, Chinese checkers. checkers. Oh my god! And I, w- I got so into it too. The yeah. second, like the first game was like a warm up, and I was like learning the strategy again and kind of learning people, other players' strategies. <laughs> in the second game, I was all in. I'm like, this is it. I'm gonna win Chinese checkers. But I think we all got a little too drunk, and we <laughs> did not finish that game. You know, no, I've not. never actually experienced the game of Chinese checkers that didn't end with the same sentence. We need to play Chinese <laughs> checkers with six people. Yes. That's, like, my goal. That's, like, my gaming um, goal right now. So after I got back from uh, the cottage, uh, my coworkers uh, who have been up there and uh, my... Uh, who one of them who owns the cottage who we're renting it from uh, says that they always call it Starballs. 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 <laughs> I like that so, a lot. So yeah, this is this episode's called Starballs, and uh, Chinese checkers, um, as it's called. It, okay, let's kind of describe Chinese checkers to those who don't know. This is we'll just boom. We're, we're adding it to the list. Sure. Six know, pointed star uh, board. This is six pointed star of David. It's a star of David. Yep. Um, and then there are the six Chinese different colors, star of David. Uh, and the marbles fill up each edge. And your objective is to get to the other, s- the star straight across from you, and fill that up with your color. And the first person to do that wins. The thing is, it's kind of like a two on two on two, because oh no, like one versus one, 
one verse one, one verse one. Yeah, that's what it is. So you're kind of trying to beat the person across from you and like thwart them from getting into your zone while that's also happening across the table at the same time between another pair. We played with only four people, so there's only four points on the star that were uh, full. But um, And it is so much more strategic and wild. You can skip over, uh, like in checkers, you can skip over units, but since everyone has like, how many do you think there are, like 10 balls? Um, I think there's fi- there's 15 exactly, and I know this because I was calculating the amount of shots we would have to take because we made a drinking game out of it. Every time someone got a marble into the end zone, that ha- everybody had to take a drink, <laughs> I and I think that's why Jumanji we didn't error. finish the second game. Yeah, that's so there, true. So there was 15 so per player. So the first game then? I did. Yeah, you know, I came in second. It, it came I down to like Z's. the last turn too. Like I just managed to get that ball in that slot. It, the cool thing is about that game too is there's like it, it continues after the first player wins. So it, there's second, third, and fourth. So like the whole time you're playing, you're just like, God, I just hope I'm not the last person. Yeah, and then you're good. And since it's like checkers, where you can like skip over other units. Uh, when there is a ton of pieces in the middle, it creates like these little highways and the whole game becomes us like strategically controlling these paths across the board and trying to find the best routes and trying to thwart other people from getting good routes across. Um, And it's way more strategic and way more fun than I expected. And uh, I I had a really good time playing it. I want to get a set now. And uh, normally I'm not. When super was the last time before this that you played Chinese checkers? Like, could you recall? I don't think I've ever like played through I, a whole round. I think I know for a fact my grandmother has it, Chinese checkers, and that was like a game grandma. that I would play like when I was at grandma's, and like I was sick of playing old maid or go fish or something. Yeah, that yeah, seems like a grandma game. That was the last time I played was with my grandma. That was actually who taught me how to play Chinese checkers too. But yeah, so the, I, God, she has been gone for so long that I probably haven't played Chinese checkers in like I don't, I don't like maybe twenty years, l- legitimately. I'm now you got me Jones, and I want to play some Chinese checkers. When you get your board, let me know. Will do definitely. Um, Brad, uh, what else did you play? Um, the newest update that we teased about last week for Astroneer. Uh, they added a new. V- vehicle update where they uh uh fix the physics of cars so like when you get in one you don't fall through the planet or launch into space or become you, spaghettified so or become it spaghettified like they broke the cars then because i figured that that's <laughs> how i want my cars to work that yeah. was a cool feature i the bugs <laughs> okay this is early access games are kind of fun when the bugs are as cool as they are in astroneer <laughs> yeah but the new cars are pretty freaking sweet. You can make one-seater cars now, very cheap. So mm-hmm. early on in the game, like Derek and I are driving around on this planet, driving up to the top of mountains and into caves and shit without you can like risking. You can definitely Skyrim the shit out of those mountains. Yeah, like you can go like straight up the edge now. Um, before you would be driving and you'd be going like full speed and be like awesome and you hit a pebble and then your car turns into a Jackson Pollock painting and <laughs> your game turn is just colors. Also, and like it's just it's madness. Also, before like 
it those bugs were enough of a risk like you you know you're going out and you're like mm-hmm. fuck this is risky business because my car might <laughs> d- just d- just like disappear and i'll be stranded out here but also there was no save points so yeah. like if that happened and you died you would just like spawn back at your base and like everything you had would be lost now there's save points when you get in and out of a vehicle which is nice i so like if something catastrophic were to happen we could reload and be back where we were so the game's coming along nicely i'm really excited to play with more people it's like a really really fun game Fidelity-wise, too, it's a lot better. Um, I feel like before, uh, we would ha- run into a lot of trouble when playing a game, like a map, for longer than, like, five hours. It would start becoming more and more unstable. Um, but it seems like that's ironed out now because everything seems mm-hmm. really wet, really good still. Like, it seems solid. Mm-hmm. That sounds um, like a, a what, real big bug. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'd yeah, recommend. It's just like a memory leak kind of thing. Like, I know we've talked about the game in length before, but, like, if you're listening and you have no idea what Astroneer is, go watch a YouTube video. It is a serious... It, it's a cool game, and I'm excited for the full release. Super duper cool. Uh, Jesse, what about you? Uh, I have played uh, an absurd, more amount, or absurd amount of uh, Fortnite. A lot more Fortnite. <laughs> you and, you and most of the population of the planet. Yeah, it's funny, just... Because I remember as first I was like, yeah, I don't like this game. Fortnite sucks. And I'm like, I oh, know I, d- I never said Fortnite sucks, but I just said it's not for me. And uh, I think I've definitely gotten over that first hump of like, I'm I don't want to say rusty at this game, but I, d- I just don't have a good hook. But now I'm now I'm doing it was way the battle better. pass, right? I think we've discussed this it, it, a couple times now. Like no, having no, I'm having saying, oh yeah that 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 has given me part. That was part of the hook was. The, I'm not playing to get a win. I'm playing to complete a challenge where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, find all 10 ducks or find this, this hidden treasure map. Like, <laughs> that was one ducks. of the hooks for me. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. I think, week three's event. So, I don't know. I'm a big fan of that. I, lo- I also love uh, the skins. The other big thing that's really cool about it is it's one of those games where if you play it, you'll never have to pay money again. Like, you actually never have to pay money to, to begin with, and you can get the Battle Pass. You just have to play a lot and get the free V-Bucks. But with the Battle Pass, it gives you them a lot more, and I'm already at, like, 750. So, like, I'll have more than enough by the time the next season ro- rolls around for me to buy the Battle Pass for free. So, so that's cool. I like that, uh, and I'm going to continue to play that. Uh, they got rid of Thanos mode, which is a bummer, but they added 50v50, which is just an absolute shit show. So that's real fun to play, too, though. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep playing that. Maybe play Nier Automata when I have some downtime. Um, but that's about it for me. So, Derek, what have you been playing? So I have been head over heels for Battletech. Um, this game is it's a Mech Warrior Battletech universe turn-based strategy slash mercenary management sim slash uh, epic story of a deposed uh, princess who you are helping to get her planetary kingdom back. Oh, so it's like Mario. Yep. Just like Like Mario Galaxy. Just like Mario. (laughs) What are you playing this on? It's on PC. It's a PC game. Um, And it is incredible. It's like XCOM meets... 
I don't know. It's like it's like a way more in, uh, systems intense XCOM. XCOM's all about like, do you have good positioning on your enemy? Are you in cover or are you not? Like that's kind of it. Like, and what weapon are you using? In this, it's like you have to manage armor type armors on different like sides of your mechs. Uh, like your shields, your over your heat. Every weapon you fire generates heat. And the heat is dependent on the atmospheric conditions, which can vary during combat. So if you're, like, in a desert area, you'll overheat faster. If you're in, like, a tundra or, like, an ice planet, you're like, I can fire everything and not overheat. If you're on a moon, you'll, you'll overheat really fast because there's nothing to dissipate the heat. There's no atmosphere to dissipate the heat that you're building up. Um... Every mech is completely customizable. Like, every arm and, like, torso part. There's, like, tons of different points where you, like, actually have to refit certain weapons and then ammo for those weapons. And if, like, let's say I have a missile pod on the back of my mech and someone shoots the missile bank that I where I store my missiles, it will explode and cause a critical damage that could blow off my arm or, worse, could kill my pilot. Um, there's permadeath for pilots, um, it's, you know, you say like that, that, but I feel like, I feel like that's the, the better option. I mean, as me, as the, the leader of this army, I'd rather lose a pilot than lose an, an arm. I feel like it's going to be a lot easier to replace a pilot <laughs> than replace an entire well, no, back arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, because then the pilots, every time you bring them out into combat, they level up and they gain skills and leveling up and gaining skills is really valuable because you can only have four mechs out at a time, uh, on a mission, but you can, you, I have like, uh, I think I have six pilots so i have like two in reserve at all time and i have six mechs i think as well um see that's the thing you've got two spare mechs how or two spare pilots how many spare mech arms do you have well that that just takes time and money like uh i guess the weapons any part of your of your mech that is destroyed any weapons that were attached there were just are destroyed also so you have to like manage your inventory of weapons as well but at the end of every combat Okay, there's another system. <laughs> Sorry. So every contract, so many systems. every like uh, level that you do is a contract that most of them are procedurally generated um, by one of the factions, and there's tons of factions. Um, and you, what you can do is determine whether or not you want more scrap or more money or more rep. And you're balancing these three. Uh, so if you want more money, you get less scrap. Or if you want more rep, you get less scrap and money. Rep is the hardest to get. Um, and then at the end of the round, like if your scrap will be like, let's say your scrap thing says two slash six, that means I could pick two things from the battlefield to take specifically, and then I'll randomly get six more. Um, or if I turn my scrap all the way down, I get, I get to not, I don't get to pick anything and I just get like two things, but my rep goes way up cause I chose not to get any scrap and only a little bit of money or I choose no scrap and no money and I get tons of rep and it's like, all of it is a negotiation that you're doing. And certain traits your character has can change, like, certain outcomes. There's, like, dialogue choices you make with certain characters based on your background. You can be like, I'm, I was a freelancer, so of course I know how to do this kind of thing. Or, like, I was a space pirate, so I'm good at infiltrating these pirate places. And, like, the mechs you get... It sounds a lot like 
the fate system that we've been playing. Yeah, sort like of invoking your upon your character. Yeah, you do. An, you inv- you basically background. invoke aspects uh, during the dialogue. Um, but like in combat, it's really fun. Like positioning's important, but like like I said, so is like the atmospheric uh, situation. But it's not always just like my four max versus four enemy max. It's like almost never that. It's usually like some objective that I need to like capture this objective and hold it here while also escorting this convoy. So it can stretch your dudes very thin, and uh, like really wild things will happen. Like uh, very early on, I think this is the second mission. Um, you get a contract to uh, take out like a corporate mining, a, a mining corporation is basically taking over this planet, and you these these like the people of the planet hire you to go in and like take out their headquarters and destroy all their mechs because having a mech is like a big deal like a mech is like that's power um so not everybody has one they don't just grow on trees right right like mechs are relatively rare and if you have a mech you're like if you're uh, a bunch of mech warriors together that's like a a a thing like you they're they're for hire like you're or you're a bandit or you're part of one of the factions um like normal people don't have mechs um, but this corporation had a couple, and so I went in, took out the, the the corporation's mechs and destroyed their defenses, and then blew up their headquarters. And then I came back to the to the miners' base, like the people's base, and uh, walked in. And they were like, "All right, now just get out of your mechs and uh, get out of here. We're, we'll be taking those. Thank you." And it's like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, we got all of our turrets trained on your mechs right now. So you try anything funny, we'll blast you out. Of this, uh, we'll blast you to bits." And I was like, fuck you. I'm going to kill you too now. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking yeah, double. Yeah, I totally would have sacrificed them all. I would have been like, well, you're not uh, taking them. <laughs> I'll lose that's, them before I let you have yeah, them. Yeah, that's basically the decision I made. I mean, that's, that's kind of the decision you make no matter. You can say it however you want, but that's what's going to happen most likely. Um, so, yeah, and then I fucked them all up. And then at the end, it's just this broken battlefield and everyone's dead. And <laughs> it's like, well, we made no money. We, my, some of my mechs were damaged. Some of my people were injured. I guess let's we'll just cut our losses. We have to go. We have to get out of here. Um, and it's it's kind of about desperation. It's about like running this mercenary company. You have to have enough money to pay your your mech warriors, and you have to have enough money to repair your mechs. And if your mech warriors get hurt, like if they take damage, if if enemy shots get through your mech armor and actually hurt the pilot, they'll be injured for. Like, I had a pilot that was injured for 56 days of in-game time. Damn. And, like... Was he collecting, uh... Was he collecting on that, too? Like, do you have to pay... You yes, have to pay to yes, keep yes. him healthy? Yes. You, you pay, oh, you, you pay you them should. while they're... They can't fight for you, but they're healing... While they're healing up. Yes, you do pay them still. That sounds like a terrible government. <laughs> I'm not a government. <laughs> what do you call it? It's not a democracy. It's I'm not a government. Like, you're not a government? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> he said he's not a government. <laughs> he can hear I know, you. He just doesn't go. understand. He doesn't uh, understand. That's what I'm saying. I hear him. I, I totally hear him. I just, I don't, I don't understand. So what kind of government are you, Derek? Derek, yeah, what kind of um, legislature do you like? I'm, uh, okay. What I'm makes trying a to good run leader my, mech, my, I'm trying to run my company, uh, my, 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 my mercenary band. 
trying to run them nice and easy. I'm trying to be, you know, but with a firm, chill, firm after, guiding hand, would you say? After your employee was injured, did you have him drug tested to make sure that you didn't have to pay for his recovery? Or were you like the super chill CEO? Like, I was a very chill totally CEO. I was dude. like, dude, no, just hang out, bro. It's fine. You're bro, like, you can't oh, use I... the cherry picker anymore, but we're not going to drug test you. But just in case, though. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> this could happen um, to anybody. Should I return my Surface laptop and go buy a computer that can run that game? Because I want to play the shit out of that because it sounds cool. It's real cool, Ian. It, like, it's so yeah, it's really does your fun. Surface There's a lot of systems, but have it a unravels USB-C them. Port? Does it? Does it have what? Um, a USB C port? No, it doesn't. Uh, okay, yeah, you should return it then. <laughs> okay. um, no, it runs on my Surface better. Book at the lowest settings, just fine. Like, oh, runs your great. Surface laptop is. If Derek's Surface Book could do it, then your Surface laptop should, right? Well, my, no, because mine has a graphics card, oh. dedicated graphics card. Um, anyway, uh, it, runs, uh, it. it runs a lot better on my actual PC, but I've been playing it mostly on my Surface laptop because I've been moving. Um, but anyway, it is so much fun. It is difficult. It is it sucks like sometimes it's it's got that fire emblem thing Ian that you like where it's I know like, that's what I'm saying. This if, is <laughs> how many if a character dies, options. it's like fuck huh can i how high can i crank the difficulty up on because i will go return the surface laptop and go like do like a trade-up kind of deal and this sounds like just it's, the excuse i need to do that <laughs> it's, um, time to trade up. It, it's very it, it gets very difficult but also it's like dependent on like how much you push yourself so like when multiple dudes of mine were laid up i, I had a huge battle the other night and it nearly destroyed one of my mechs. It severely injured one of my mech warrior, like three of my mech warriors, um, and like put me in a hole money wise, and set me back. But I managed to scrap one of the enemy mech that did that to me. So the scrap that you get in a combat uh, session, like in a battle, is fully determined by how much you fuck up the enemy mechs before you like disable them. Oh, that's cool. So like you you, you don't want to like blow them to high he- to high hell, high hell to high heaven. High to, heaven. You Who don't the wanna, hell says high hell? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. You don't want to blow them to smithereens. You don't want to like if you see a mech that you want, you want to like keep it in fairly good condition by like knocking it down cuz every mech has like a how stir how like a sturdy it is like um it's balanced basically and you can like knock it down and then just go up to it and like just start punching it uh and that like won't necessarily blow off bits of it and the more intact the mechs are uh at the end of combat once the enemy pilot is dead the more scrap you get or you can get a chassis of that mech and you need like three pieces of a specific mech to build that yourself or you can buy a mech but they cost a trillion trillion dollars um, when you don't build them yourself, but um, so that's what I did. I, I built that mech that kicked my ass because I like preserved it. Because at the end, I basically disabled it to a point where it was overheating and couldn't really do anything. And I just had all four of my mechs run up to it and just start beating the shit out of it until it fell <laughs> a, over a, and the pilot a real died. Real gangbang of, of mech. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool, and I got three pieces of the chassis from that because I was able to just loot those because. I kept it in pristine uh, shape. And then I 
after like 80 days of work, my mech mechanic guy managed to uh, put it back together. Oh, that's the other thing. So, like, the whole game takes place on this galaxy map between all these great powers. You're in this area called the Frontier, and uh, it's on the edge of, like, known space. Um, And uh, you're doing contracts that take you to different planets. And going between planets takes a variable amount of time. And it costs money to rent, like, to use the jump jets, basically, that, like, hyperspeed your little mech ship uh, from system to system. And so you have to like you also have to worry about that. Like, do I have enough money to do this contract? Like to, to afford the travel to this system, is it worth it? Is that system far away from other contracts? There's just so many layers of things to do. And it's it's a lot at first. The learning curve's a bit much, but the game's pretty easy. Uh, at the very start, at the very intro, what you can do is uh, after like the first three missions that are kind of like story missions, you kind of it, it completely open. Well, not completely. It sort of opens up to this small cluster of planets uh, where you can just take the randomly generated contracts over and over um, that are like rated half a star or it's actually a skull of difficulty and then kind of get your bearings and kind of get some money to like keep your mech warrior keep your uh, finances going cuz every month your the salary's taken out for all your mechs and maintenance fees and all that shit's taken out so you just got to make sure you have the money for that um and the more risky the contracts the more money you make and i don't know it's it's a lot but by doing that by doing that for about I don't know. I did like probably 10 missions like that. I did a lot, a lot more than you probably should. But before I progressed the story, um, after that point, I felt comfortable enough to keep going. And I also had a good grip, a good grasp on like what to expect from enemies and what I should be doing. Like I should always have, I should always move my mechs because every time you move, you get evasion points and those kind of act as a, a shield against attacks as if, the enemy is firing at you while you're moving. Um, like it'll tick off a point, no matter if they miss you or hit you, they'll tick off an evasion point. But as long as you have those, you're kind of immune from most damage hmm. because it's as if they're shooting you while you're moving. But in the same way, if an enemy is moving a lot and you aim all your mechs at them, you can make it so their evasion goes away. Cause there's only so much you can dodge. It kind of makes sense. Anyway, on top of that, every Mech Warrior has their own perks, a talent tree that you can work up. You spec them each in different uh, directions. You can customize the loadouts of your mechs, as I said before, but you can also customize the color of your mechs. And, like, most important part, you name, you name like, your mercenary company. Oh. And you, <laughs> the amount of customization here is just getting me excited to play this game. I, Brad's actually, bon- boning yeah. out hard. My favorite thing to do in video games is to name things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can name each mech. So since they all have names like Jaguar and like uh, ZX438 and like Jenner and stuff, like I rename it like... away from each other. <laughs> well, they're all... Because each of them are like different makes and models from different sectors. The thing about Mech Warrior is it's been around since like the early 80s. Like Mech Warrior and BattleTech, you guys have heard of it, right? You guys have heard of Mech Warrior. I right? have like, played Mech Warrior, Mech Warrior Mech for Warrior. the Xbox. I used like, to play that it for was PS One. Ent- entry to Mech Warrior was on the Xbox, and before that, it was like it's, it's a minifigure game, basically. Like it's a game that people play at like uh, 
like game shops and stuff. Like it's it's been around forever, and it has a huge storied lore taking place over hundreds of years. The game takes place in the year three thousand twenty-five, I think. But I think the Mech Warrior story started in like twenty-five ninety, I think. And a really cool thing, actually, is parts of the lore are actually influenced by big battles that players have actually played through at, like, events, which is pretty neat. Um, and that's all interspliced into the game world. Like, if you see any sort of uh, verbiage that you don't understand, you can mouse over it. It'll be, like, highlighted. And then it'll give you, like, a little lore, like, dump, like a little paragraph. Like, oh, so what the fuck is the, the Star League? Oh, it was the old unified nations. I get that. Also, Ian specifically, uh, or I guess Brad and everyone here, because we all talked about it a few weeks ago. But no, okay, it I understand. Me, it's just Brad and Ian, whatever. And, and Jesse, um, it reminds me a lot of Gundam. <laughs> I mean, it's Max. I was, so, yeah, was going to make that joke with the first thing when you were like, you're like, yeah, it's a Mech Warrior game, and I was like looking at the images, and I'm like, so which Gundam did you choose? And I'm like, nah. No, <laughs> like no, <laughs> too cheesy. Death uh, Scythe. Um, anything but G Gundam. Uh, so Wing it's Zero. really fun. Epion. Tall. Mercurius. Talgies. Sandrock. Talgies. Yep. Uh, um. Uh, heavy Arms. Oh, uh, Heavy Arms Custom was so dope. Heavy Arms Custom was so um, dope. Swaggy Dick. Swaggy Dick. Swaggy Dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the rarest of all That's definitely a Gundam. 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 Uh, yep, sounds uh, good. I'm yep. going to trade my laptop for it, the game. Oh, another cool thing. It's only 40 bucks. Oh, Jesus. Is this only on PC or is it on... Uh, it's only on PC. Is it ever going to come out for something that I have? think switch ports i'm just kidding no it's probably not not for ps4 probably not it doesn't seem like a game that way it's very systems heavy i don't know how they would i mean i play xcom on a ps4 and that's already pretty like that's a lot to manage and this is like xcom times five so yeah oh one other cool thing every mech uh you can install jump jets and then so you can like jump over terrain but also, you can do this thing called execute, where you jump basically on top of an enemy mech and just like slam them. And this what it'll do is it'll it'll break your mech's legs, <laughs> but it will fucking destroy any mech you you do that to. That's cool. This, Which is this sounds like uh one of like the finisher moves from oh uh, yeah yeah from God what what is the that game? There was two of them. I don't know why I always draw a blank on stupid. I shit need like I this. need some I need Justice. some details. No, uh, they made a sequel a couple of years back, and it was like best single player campaign of the year or something like that. Titanfall two. Some Titanfall more details. Two. Which it is the like best? Okay. Fucking Titanfall like mech fatality. Yep, it's a lot like a Titanfall mech fatality. <laughs> I mean, the animations are pass are good. But they're not Titanfall good. I mean, this game is obviously not like there. It, it could it could use a little visual polish. It's not a graphics uh, wonder house. Why? That's not a thing. Um, it's not a graphics showcase. There we go. It looks fine. Um, 
But, I mean, that's not really what you're there for. Like, it's those moments where, like, when I'm like, okay, this is fucking my last set of missiles. I got to take them out now or else this is all over for this for me. And this pilot that I've, like, trained up for, like, 20 missions is going to die. And I do it, and it hits, and it, like, has a crit on the enemy's ammo bank. And, like, their whole mech just ignites and explodes. And it's, like, this a very satisfying feeling. Uh, I just I I can't laud it and praise it enough. Well, I think you just did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, this has been Games on Earth. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. That's BattleTech. I love it. You should check it out. It's cheaper than most games. It's deeper than most games, and it's one of those games where you can just start playing, and then you forget that the re- that reality exists outside. And then you realize it's one o'clock in the morning and you've been moving shit all day and you're fucking tired, but you just want to keep going. But then you got to go to bed because you got to move shit tomorrow. You and don't have to do any of these things. You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, Thanks, Jesse. That's true. You, you're a grown ass man. So and what do y'all plan on playing the week ahead? Ian, you go first. Nothing. All Nothing right, Brad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, No Man's Sky. For oh, sure. Nice. I got a I just got the last time I played, I bought a new ship, the Horizon ZDX Mach 4, and I <laughs> am so excited to just zoom across the universe and learn all of the secrets left by the Atlas behind me or before nice. me. Nice. Uh Jesse, what about you? Uh, I'm going to be playing more Fortnite. Um, I doubt I'll start anything new. There's a lot of stuff going on this weekend, so I'd probably just play a lot of Fortnite in my spare time. All right. All right. Uh, well, um, thank you to Kyle Antra for the intro-outro music. Uh, this has been Games on Earth. Please join us next week for more adventures. Uh, Bradley, uh, could you tell us a story about how you found this ship, uh, the ZDX mm. Horizon? Yes, yes. So the ZDX, the Horizon ZDX uh, launched uh, last season, and uh, beautiful, beautiful machinery. Seriously, this thing will take you uh, um, from zero to sixty and uh, sixty light years in two point eight seconds. Um, this, yeah, no, this is the greatest uh, achievement in. Uh, in uh, engineering, um, and I managed to find a crash ship in the outer belt system of Ethereum and trade it up <laughs> for the Mach 3, and um, I also, I, I was able to mine some gold and trade that at a local spa- uh, shuttle station, and lo and behold, this fucking ZDX Mach 4 pulls up and lands. And I'm talking to this. I'm talking to this fucking Gex merchant. Talking to I think his name was like fucking Bloody Da. I think that's what his name was. And he, he's like, no, no, no. I want eight million zenny for this. And I'm like, come on, I, I, eight million. It's not worth eight million. I, I'll give you four. He's like, no, seven. I'm like, no. Okay, six is the most I'm gonna go. Take it or leave it. I break him down. I get the four. Nice. I'm like, fuck like yes. Like a Pawn Star. Like a Pawn Star. This thing has got... It 
25 uh, inventory slots on it. It's got extra shields. I think it's got like plus 12% hyperspeed. This is the cream of the crop. It's agile as fuck. I've fought off so many space raiders. It, 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 it is the, uh, it's the dream car. It's everything I've been looking for. If it were a so, car. So it's a what's your ship goals now? What's my ship yeah. goals now? I don't yeah. know. I think I think I found it. I'm gonna stick with this one for now. I mean, at least until the Mach Five comes out. You know what I'm saying? Oh um, yeah, man. Yeah. Hell but, yeah. You know, someday Yearly I might upgrade be, cycles. Maybe someday I'll be uh, captaining that freighter. But until wait, then, you are you on a contract? You want a contract with that? No, dude. I signed. I paid for, for that in cash. It's good. Nice. You paid it in Zenny? You know, the minute you fucking drive it off the fucking spaceport, it depreciates 20%. <laughs> Don't I know it. It's true. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 won't have any single player, and they're adding a boy- battle royale mode. Dude, yeah, that trailer looked like, hey, this is a shooter. I haven't even game. watched it. <laughs> it looks like the most generic ass. Like, it's like every Call of Duty combined into one game, and it has no identity, and it looks just like a mess.